by far one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community, find other people where you get to interact with me every single week. You get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. I'm re-airing an important series, The Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. If you're a dude trying to win back your girl, pay attention. There are some obvious traps causing you to fail in your mission. Go to smalleyinstitute.com and join the free online community and course, Win Back the Heart of Your Wife. Now, here's me and Seth, my old comrade in arms and the hero's guide to winning back your wife. I don't know if I've ever started a show laughing, but I was trying to do some cool dance moves to this wonderful intro that I have so appreciated. In this special series, and I smacked Seth's very precious laptop. <laughs> so, it's the ninth show in our series called The Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. It is the final show. Of course, that's until Seth reminds me that we need to do a wrap-up show of the series. Last show, we had to walk you through the possibility that your wife won't come back. And... If you haven't listened to it, that was super depressing for me, but it is a possibility. This week, we get to give you the most important things you need to do if she does come back. This is way more positive, which always makes me happy, personally. And you're going to learn exactly what you have to do each day, each week, and each year moving forward so your relationship continues to get better. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I I'm the bumbling host, Michael Smalley, along with my co-host. Seth Johnson. Uh, <laughs> we laughed. We kept recording. We tell people we record this live, and we're not lying. Yeah, we, we don't stop, even through a case of the giggles. Yeah. <laughs> we did not. This is the hero. So, like, the case of the... The hearty laughter. The royally laughter. <laughs> I, I should have done this whole show, what are you doing? Like, with that the, the Batman, voice. Batman voice. Yeah. <laughs> It's the ninth show in our series. It is called The Hero's Guide. I'm pretty sure everyone would turn us off. To winning back your wife. I will destroy you. And, or I would have to, at the end of the podcast, translate everything that you said. <laughs> Just redo it. The hero. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do. I can do a. He's on Star Wars, little green guy. Yoda. Yes. There he is. I can do a pretty decent Yoda impersonation. Well, we could have dueling Yodas. But now I'm, I can't do it. Mm, hope you I can. Yes. <laughs> that was very good. Thank you. I totally can't do it. <laughs> and I bragged that I have a good one. And if you can do Yoda, then you can do Kermit the Frog. Well, let's hear it. Hi, Lou. My name's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> That's so good. I keep laughing. <laughs> Roiling with laughter. 
so, we've lost everyone. I know. All right, people. That was only a couple of minutes. Okay. So no judgmental emails like you guys goof around too much. Hey, now we're back to the good, great content of our show. I know. Well, it is the ninth show in mm-hmm. the series, The Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife, that we, this was a concept that came from my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Roger Gibson, who's the marriage pastor at Fellowship of the Parks up in Keller, Texas. <laughs> I don't know why I did it like that. And it was super creative. So he and I are actually going to work on a book together by the same title. And he was originally going to do these shows with us, and you and I quit on him. He didn't even quit on us. We wouldn't even take his phone calls. We're just like, nah. He's like, hey, are we recording anymore? We're like, don't answer. Mm -mm. Screen. Decline. Thank goodness for caller ID. Yeah. (laughs) So again, Roger, I apologize. I don't feel bad. No, I really don't. (laughs) It was just easier this way. These are empty words. Yeah. It was just easier this way. So last week, and if you're just, you know, finding our little podcast for the first time, then this is the ninth show, and last week it was sort of having to face the reality. That, it was a very sad show. Yeah, I know. Well, because you might, you could do everything right, mm-hmm. and you lost her. Yeah, she can't do it for whatever reason. Could be a good reason, a fair reason, could be unreasonable, but it is a reality. Yep. And there's some. It's. I actually think it's an important show. Yeah, we would be doing a disservice if we didn't cover um, how to move forward in that yeah. scenario. Because you have to. Mm-hmm. Got to figure it out. This week. It's this happy is, times. This is in my wheelhouse. Because I like positive things. Mm-hmm. I like to be happy. I don't. I almost never look on the dark side of life. That's pretty true. <laughs> I mean, never. I'm tr- yeah. Well, I tend to err towards denial. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore that the bad things are happening. It's, it's like the Monty Python movie. It's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> Tis a scratch. <laughs> You're missing your leg. No, I chopped not- your arm off. <laughs> I'll bite your arm off. So this week we're focusing on, all right, so let's say you've, you've, you've followed the steps that we've tried to outline in this series of shows on what you can do to win back the heart of your wife. And it worked. Yay. Oh. In post-production right there, you should totally do like a applause thing. You know, like like fanfare? Yeah, like fanfare. People, that'll happen. So you've you it's worked, and she has recognized the change that you have done in your life, and she has responded positively, and and here she is. And I obviously this is also an equally important moment because I guess what I want to highlight here right off the you know, right here at the beginning is you, you didn't win. <laughs> you didn't finish. This isn't done. The race is not over. Mm-hmm. I know we called it winning back your wife or the hero's guide to winning back your wife. But if you think now that she's like, okay, I'm in, I want us to stay married, blah, blah, blah. That is a victory. Mm-hmm. But the race isn't over yet. It is a victorious battle. Yes. In the ongoing war of love in a marriage. I always love a war and love analogy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is. This is just one of the key scenes or moments in your hero's journey. Mm -hmm. It is not over. I cannot say this more bluntly. It's not done. 
So that would be a huge mistake. And I think the evil one, you know, the bad character in this 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 hero's story that we've been writing is going to, you know, complacency is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. You're good. You did it. Now go back to how everything You've done goes. enough. Yeah. Now go back to how you were. Mm-hmm. And the key is that you don't ever go back because you're a cha- if you're a changed person, mm-hmm. then you're changed and, and you gotta, you gotta continue growing. And so hallelujah, it's worked out, but now you really need to do and be like a hero. So don't celebrate or you can celebrate, but don't settle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. It's very much what you're saying. I <laughs> Can anyone tell that I totally lost my place in the outline notes? <laughs> I mean, I can. I can, for sure. I wonder if the listener can. Definitely. Yeah, they probably can. They hate us. It, so there's three things that I'm encouraging you if she does come back. Celebrate, but don't settle. Number two is you must become a lifelong learner. So here's what's good. If you've gone through this whole series, oh, and by the way, we've been promoting the uh, live webinar. Mm-hmm which will happen on November 15th. Yes. Which, by the way, when I was building out some of the registration stuff, late as usual, <laughs> <laughs> I went to look on the calendar to make sure I had the date right. Yeah. yeah I had it set for November 15th, 2018. Oh. I know. Because I was like, why is, I know I put that in my calendar and it was gone. And then I did a search on my calendar. I was like, oh, hopefully wrong it, year. Hopefully that day is still going to work for you. I have corrected it. Yes. So we're, you know, there's going to be a webinar and what's cool is I've just decided to include all these podcasts, all the notes, all the audio, you know, everything in a free online course. Sweet. I know. So if you register for the webinar, you'll get immediate access to the course Mm -hmm. that will have all these lessons and you can go back and read over our, our notes and all sorts of cool stuff. So when you're talking about, uh, you know, you must become a lifelong learner, it's remind me of a, about a couple of weeks ago, I ran into a good buddy from college who we haven't, you know, chatted in probably like five years or so. And, um, you know, we're just updating on each other's lives and everything. He's a believer. I mean, his wife, great kids. And he was talking about how um, a few years ago, like they just really got in the lowest point in their relationship and um, how basically his his wife was almost like something needs to change you know and so he started well they together started really actually in, investing um and went to some counseling and and like kind of turned things around and it's been great and he said now i mean it's a part of their marriage that minimum once a year they do something together as some sort of like couples retreat if it's part of their church did you read ahead in the notes no all right. Oh, because that's coming. Oh, there you go. Well, he's he's applying. Yeah, and so like they they are doing that th- same thing. Like together, becoming lifelong yeah. learners. He's like it doesn't stop. And what irritates me with people is I don't read. When someone says I'm yeah. not a reader, I'm like, not excuse. Okay. Well, you're. Why are you surprised then that your life isn't turning out as you hoped, or that your relationship isn't as good? I'm just telling you, I'm not trying to be shameful here or, or shaming. Mm-hmm. 
you got to be able to read. You got to be able. I mean, it can be an audiobook. Sure. But the point of being a lifelong learner is that you want to continue growing, continue learning, because that is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's the right mindset. That's That will help prevent complacency and going backwards. Is yeah. that if you make a commitment, and it doesn't have to be you know, 15 books a year. I'm not saying that, even if it's right. one, honestly. Yeah. And we've, you know, my brother once shared that stat that we've shared frequently because I, 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 it is true. He didn't make it up. Mm-hmm. It was a big research study found that even if a couple just buys a marriage and education kind of book, but never reads it, their marriage improves. Yeah. It's, it's an attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it, it gets you on the right path. You're acknowledging, you know, I just recently met with a couple that I had done a small marriage intensive with, and we must have ended early. A lot of my intensives end super early, <laughs> which I love at the time. Uh, Michael, we have seven hours left. I know. No, for real. They had four. Wow. And so, I, I you know, they don't lose it. They get to put it on their, you know, sort of follow up time. Yeah. Yeah. They, they cashed in on all four the other day. <laughs> but we ended up having the same conversation that things things had really improved but almost a year after the intensive they had as the wife would describe like this nuclear blow up right kind of like how they used to have them Mm -hmm. and she panicked and thought oh no we're gonna go back to where we were and one of the things I shared with her is, hey, what, what really encourages me is when you did hit rock bottom a year ago, you called us and came to an intensive, which says a lot about you. Yeah. It says, I'm humble enough to know we're in trouble. I need help. Let's go do whatever we can to fix this thing. And it worked. I asked her, actually, you know, on a scale from one to 10, where would you have rated your marriage last year when we met the first time? She goes, oh, it's zero. Okay. Poor husband. He's like, yeah. Oh, I was like at a three or four. <laughs> right. Huh. And and I go, where would you rate it today? She goes, you mean like overall before this last fight? I go, yeah, it's overall seven. It's huge. Yeah. And so where I encouraged her, and this is kind of the point, is that the thing I go, look, if your expectation is never to have a major blowout, you're ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. my wife and I do this for a living, and we have those. Yeah. Now, you know, the real epic nuclear ones, you know, let's keep that to like one a year. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be happening all the time. Yeah. But they're going to happen. It's inevitable. Stress, mm-hmm. kids, hormones, you know, all sorts of things can play a role. And what I told her, I go, you should be most encouraged that when it did happen, you called again. Mm-hmm. Now, that's all you can do. You're doing everything right. You guys are going to be fine. And it, you know, it, it ended up being very positive. So, well, you, something you said um, about, yeah, you mentioned humility, and I think that's what um, realizing that you are a lifelong learner is. That it changes that that mindset of realize that I don't know it all, and so like okay, since I don't, in humility, I'm I'm gonna try to learn more, mm-hmm. and yeah. that just affects everything. And you'll pick up little things. Mm-hmm. So the last thing here, if she does come back, is you need to keep discovering and becoming a PhD in your wife. So, so playing doctor. Again, yeah. <laughs> you had to make it dirty. 
Couldn't resist, could you? No, not at all. So, but you know what I mean by that. Well, you could because that's a healthy sign of a, you know, that's a good sign of a healthy marriage. Yeah. Goofing around with each other. Mm-hmm. Little role play, never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know I was going to go to role play, did you? No, I just am biting my tongue. Yeah, you are. Please. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a family show. I don't really have to want to edit this thing. <laughs> so, but it, 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 this is kind of like what we've already been saying is you have to continue learning and discovering the things, the needs of your wife, her desires, her goals, her dreams, and that should never stop. So, you know, I've been, I'll be celebrating my 24th anniversary this year. Wow. 24, dude. It's a lot of years. I feel old, too. What's the uh, the gift for 24? Um, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's been my gift every year. Okay. Happy anniversary. You get to be married to me. <laughs> no, I don't think, is there one for 24? Yeah. I thought it was like 25. There's one for every year. Oh, really? Yeah, because Shauna does it every year. No. Mm-hmm. Amy and I are the worst and best. <laughs> there are neither uh, of us get hung up on these kind of traditions. There are a tradition there's a traditional list and a um contemporary list. What? And some of them overlap, some of them don't. And um So what's number twenty four? Uh it looks like musical instruments. What? Actually for both. No. Yeah, for both the traditional and the modern thing. Who where are you getting this from? Hallmark? Uh there's like a card that goes along with it. <laughs> no. This is anniversariesbyyear.com. Musical instruments. They uh that is the dumbest. Do you know how annoyed my wife would be if I got her on December? No, it doesn't have to be something an actual 17th. instrument. There's something that represents it. So like some of the things that are listed are like maybe Bluetooth speakers, or it could be a guitar or sheet music, a music poster, or some sort of like art. What about that print? cool Amazon Echo thing? Yeah. Or that Google work. Home. There you go. Or the Apple one that still is not out yet. Well, like for, I can't remember if it was our third or fourth year anniversary, uh, the traditional list is fruit. Really? Yeah. And the modern list is electronics. So I bought Shauna an Apple Watch. You are so creative. That's why you guys are so happy together. Look look how that worked out. Yeah, it did. did Love you, babe. Hey, I got my wife an Apple Watch. Hey, I think the Apple Watch worked for this year's anniversary for me, babe. Oh, she does listen to the show, unlike my wife. (laughs) I guess you guys are going on what year? This will be number six. So this is what you got to look forward to. (laughs) Well, maybe if you bought her one of these Bluetooth speakers, she could listen to the show. Yeah, I need to get her a better one. I got a little Echo Dot. Anyways, I'm not going to go down that road. No. People are like, what are you guys doing? So... Now we're going to get into what do you do daily, and then we'll follow that up with weekly and then yearly in order for your relationship to continue thriving so that you don't get complacent, you don't go backwards. Mm -hmm. So every day, Seth, number one. Every day. I lost where we are in notes. (laughs) (laughs) You need to to wake up, and the first thing in the morning, pray for sure. Yeah. Be in prayer. I mean, it, it. I. It's funny that we have to tell people this. I am right. actually telling myself. Yeah. Well, I. It's funny how often that is one of the first thing that goes 
when I start becoming complacent about something. Mm-hmm. Is the prayer life is like kaput. Well, and it's did you like that? Yeah, it was kaput. it was nice. Like I know f- for me, uh, a couple factors go into like when my prayer life goes to junk. Um, one is just just the busyness of of life. Like I let other things jump in front of it. So I wake up, I'm thinking about something else and I just start going. Um, two is that usually there's something that I know that I need to be responsible for. And instead of, uh, trusting what scripture says about how, um, God feels about us and that he always wants to hear from his children and pray. I, I, there's like some guilt or shame. And so I was like, almost have like hesitant prayers or don't I'm like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just not going to pray. Cause I've been a screw up anyways. Yeah. So, and I think Which a lot when of when he really wants to hear from you. Yeah. And so I, th- I think that comes into play for a number of people as well. And, and you really want it to be daily. I've actually included on this very podcast episodes page. So if you go to smalleyinstitute.com Click on Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. What if she does come back? So it's this episode. I have included my very own personal prayer of surrender that I have used for many, 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 many years. And it's such just, it's a good way to start your day. So I'm not going to read it here on the podcast, but you can go to the website and you can copy this prayer, do whatever you want with it. But it's a really, it's just a, I like it. I like the tone of it. I like, mm-hmm. it's 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 a great prayer of surrender that you can do each and every day. So, that's amen. what you do daily. I was thinking amen because it's in the notes right there. Yeah, I know. It's at the end. <laughs> but you always get mad at me when I say that. So, what do you do weekly? Well, first, look for opportunities to meet her needs. So, Again, that's that attitude change. That's having a servant's heart where you're looking for opportunities to meet needs that she expresses or maybe ones that she's, you know, kind of already established and mm-hmm. but it, again, it's part of becoming a PhD in your wife. It is. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what you're looking to do throughout every single week is you're trying to be intentional about meeting her needs. Like it mm-hmm. needs to be on your radar. This needs to be a conscious effort mm-hmm. because you're not going to do it. We are innately selfish. Yeah. And therefore, okay, maybe I should approach that in a different way. I am certainly innately selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you speak for a living and I do comedy and, all the different, just my personality trait. I, I, you know, I'm not a narcissist, and I'm not. I don't really have major well. narcissistic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> would I even know if I was? Right. Would I be able to admit it? <laughs> no. But no. But I. What I can say is because, like, I try to tell people most major personality diagnoses. It's a scale. It's not right. on or off. Okay. It's not like oh no. So I have some narcissistic tendencies mm-hmm. because. You know, you got to have that, frankly. I mean, you know, meet an NFL head coach or a professional athlete or a professional speaker or, you know, somebody. uh, uh, I just want to keep comparing myself to super amazing things (laughs) like a special forces guy. 
But, you know, there's certain things where you need to believe that I have something to say and people want to hear it. Right. That's a little bit on the narcissistic side. And so I can be, I can be pretty self-centered. And what's funny is I have worked consciously. I have made it a priority to look for opportunities to serve my wife, my children. And, and I can tell you most of the time it is a battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David, like something simple, like my youngest, who's 15, he might wake up in the morning and I'm, I love my, you know, Mike and Mike in the morning, mm-hmm. which is ending. <laughs> okay. I'm back. And he comes down. I know he doesn't want to watch that. This has been thoroughly established. <laughs> David is more important to me than a sports morning sports talk show. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Came to that all by myself, Seth. So, but but here's my point with people is it is not a natural thing for me to serve others. It is a conscious choice. And many times it comes with a battle because when I see him, I'm like, hey, good morning and yay. And then my next thing is, oh, he doesn't want to watch this. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to turn. And then I tell myself, hey, do something for him. And so I'll ask, hey, what would you like to watch? Actually, some mornings he's like, Dad, I'm fine with this. I know you love it. Other days, like, what about, you know, he'll offer up something else mm-hmm. and I'll do it. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to be this perfect. Because there, there are personality types and people that are kind of natural born servants. And they, they love to and it's easy for right. them. And it comes naturally. Now, obviously, they'll tend to struggle with codependency mm-hmm. when it gets out of balance. But if that if you're more like me and, and and it's not a natural thing, that's okay. You really can look for those opportunities and keep telling yourself how to behave and how to treat her. Yeah, I'm I'm very thankful that Shauna does something similar with me um, when when she's at home watching Dancing with the Stars or oh, The Voice. She does, or, <laughs> yes, and. Or any number of Hallmark movies. Those, those don't actually so bother you, me a whole lot. You like to be served. That's kind of your I'm touting, sweet spot. I'm touting Shauna's uh-huh. service right now. And I am using that tout <laughs> to crush you. What else can we do? What's number two here? Uh, don't allow the evil one to distract you with the past. So don't get fixated on what's what's already been put to rest and what you've The mistakes through. you made. Yeah. He's going to use those, man. Mm-hmm. He's a, I have a mentor... Um, who Dr. Ed Lamance, who says, you know, darts of darkness, you know, he's going to throw yeah. these darts at you just to prick you and hurt you and, and get your attention and get you unfocused or take your focus from what is right and what is going well mm-hmm. to the mistakes. Yeah. So don't do it. Fight that. Keep a positive attitude towards her. So there's another thing you do weekly. Remember, your positive attitude towards your wife is a choice. She does not, much like we cannot earn salvation, it was a gift. We, Your wife doesn't have to earn your positivity towards her. So if you treat your wife well based on her, rea- her attitude and how she's doing, yeah, you're going to lose. Right. Because now you're both being bad, mm-hmm. which will spiral out of control. So keep a positive attitude. Start, you know, so like what I've started doing is 
when I, in my mind, because don't we normally, most of us get irritated and complain in our head first before it comes out of our mind? Or yeah. I'm sorry, out of our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have mind powers. Yes. I, yes. I, I mean, is that fit? Like, yeah. is that? Okay. So at least for the two of us, we might be mm-hmm. the only two people in the world. But in this room at the moment, we have a consensus. Who are in front of a microphone. So use that as an opportunity to go, I'm starting to be irritated or complain about it. How can I now phrase this? How can I change this? How can I make this positive? Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as going, hey, this isn't as big of a deal as I'm thinking it is right now. Or, hey, yeah. I need to chill. It's not a big deal. I don't need to lose my mind over this. She's probably, she could be, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, tired, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You know, it, you, you're, you're living with her, so you might have a good idea why she just got snappy. It's so funny for me. I've just, even in the last couple of years, realized how um how much i just can make the choice to not let something annoy me and just do it yeah and um and not specifically about relationships but even just like tasks in general like whether it's cleaning around the house or something like this morning i was you know putting up dishes and it's, and i literally thought like because i didn't want to do it in the moment but i had time i needed needed to get done i was like why why would i let this bother me and yeah. I literally, like, in this interior conversation, like, no, I'm not. And then I was fine. I just put it up. I'm like, cool, cool. Got it done. All right. Whatever. Talk to yourself. But yeah. And just tell yourself how to feel. Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll get there. I mean, it sounds very pop psychology kind of stuff, but it yeah. it is it, true. Yeah. Works. You're not a victim. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know it would be, you know, you think it would be better. Your life would be better if, if, if you were a victim and that's just simply not the case. And by the way, it's why you're miserable now. If, if that's the attitude and weekly ending here for what you can do weekly, instead of being irritated, be affirming. So that kind of goes along with the positivity. I get that, but I, 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 you want to make a weekly effort to be affirming, especially when you're annoyed, especially when you're irritated. Yeah, because this takes – it's a step past just keeping positive attitude because that's um, an inward thing, which then can affect uh, this, which is outward. So because it's not just being irritated, it's, it's being active and being affirming. So then you're taking action steps. And um, and we've talked about before on the show, like that's one of the things I actually am not very good at with Shauna is affirming her um, in, um, in just daily life and things that she does well. But – I think of in my head. I'm like, yeah, she does that great. She did this great. It was fantastic. But I, I now need to put action to that, and however that means, whether it's just saying a kind word to her, or you know, leaving a note, um, you know, flowers, whatever it is, just in some way putting action to um, what's going on inside of my head instead of being passive about it. That's good advice. I was typing. <laughs> Because I looked, you know, we're getting close because we're about to do what you can do yearly. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at the, you know, yeah, action and I realized I hadn't ever changed it. Yeah, it's fine. I apologize. I still love you. So what do you do yearly? <laughs> so every year, and this is where I said earlier in the show, when you were talking about your friend, mm-hmm. you kind of, they he turned his around, his wife sort of came to him like, mm-hmm. something needs to change. Yeah. And that that's kind of who I feel like this this series of shows was for. That guy. Yeah. 
You know, the guy was like, what? Well, he Not him? a bad dude. No. Right? I mean, you've known him a long time. Yeah. Not, well, I don't you, you're, yeah, I know. You're making this uncomfortable. I mean, he's never been caught with the murders. Oh, well, I, I so. If you've never been caught, yeah, you're still a bad if person. If love don't fit, it quit. Yeah. Oh, you did not just make an OJ reference <laughs> on our podcast. You were dead to me. But this is, but seriously though, I mean, do you like this guy? Yeah. Yeah. So he's not a bad dude, but it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And and maybe we need to spend a second here that gentlemen, if, if you are in this place and you're trying to win back your wife, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It could just mean you had a lack of education or a lack of knowledge, you know, a lack of understanding of how to have a healthy marriage. And now you're learning. And so I don't want you, just because your wife's heart might be closed down, it doesn't make you this terrible human being. And you've obviously had to behave just like a monster. No, it could be complacency. It could be simple things that are little things that happen year after Mm -hmm. year after year that sort of then land you in the spot where your wife is like, dude, yeah, we got to do something. So yearly... You need to take, and I'm going to challenge you to take two weekends. Ooh. So how many weekends are there? 52? Mm-hmm. I'm asking for two. Okay. One weekend, I want you to attend some kind of marriage education retreat, workshop, seminar, whatever, but every town, well, most every, well, definitely every city most towns are because churches like to offer these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And this is incredibly self-serving. I get that because I do that for a living, but it really, I'm not, it's, it's not meant to be self-serving, right? You, you don't have to you go, to, go our to anybody. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, obviously you would enjoy my live event the most clear. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, but there's <laughs> other good ones out there. Like, uh, the Willis's. No, <laughs> I love the Willis's. I still love you, Dave. They do a great one. Uh, <laughs> I'm just being funny. Les Parrott does a great job. Gary Chapman does a great job. Kevin Lehman does a great job. Who am I leaving out? I don't know. I can't think. I'm probably... Oh, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, Greg, and his wife do great events. There are wonderful events that you can attend. Yeah, and, and again, it doesn't have to be like an intense seminar, or, you know, big thing. But just even just a weekend retreat that your church is hosting, and maybe mm-hmm. some of the couples from your own church are going to actually be teaching. That's awesome. Go, yeah, and keep going. So even if you have a bad experience at one, every year you need to do that. It, it it's that lifelong learner thing. Mm-hmm. It's your being intentional about the health of your relationship. Yeah. Done. Microphone dropped. Please don't drop that. It's expensive. Yeah, I know. So that's the first kind of weekend that I'm asking you. The second one. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen, <laughs> you're going to thank me for this one. Because you need to have a second weekend alone where you can check in with each other and dream about your future together and the goals you want to accomplish as a couple. So it's funny on this one is 
I just read the up the first phrase. You need a weekend alone. And I was like, okay, I guess introspective. Figure out where you are. Oh, <laughs> alone as a couple. Like alone as a couple. Okay, there you go. <laughs> And, and so it, there was a, f- I think he's even a mutual friend of ours, and uh, Tim, Tim, marketing guy. Tim, yeah, say no more. All right. So he once approached me and was like, dude, you need to do a resource called Married on Purpose. I went, okay, I like the title. Mm-hmm. Never finished it. <laughs> he was going to help me, and Tim Peters, and he totally bailed on me. You're a quitter, Tim. And I hope Tim hears this oh, one wow. day. Call him out. And so... But it's called Married on Purpose, and I actually have the majority of it done, and I love the concept. Mm-hmm. So maybe this podcast and mentioning it, <laughs> it will, will spark something. Yeah, new. probably won't. But here, this was the point of this married, like being married on purpose, is that it was it's it's a the idea of this project was to give a curriculum to a couple where they go away for a weekend, and they develop and sort of what's our mission as a couple what are our Mm -hmm. goals as a couple and what are we dreaming about you know dr scott stanley has a lot of research on that that couples who are planning future dates and vacations and goals and 10-year goals they're happier they're healthier they they stay married longer they have a lower divorce rate and so i want you to take on the second weekend where and and stop it by the way on the whole it's impossible we can't ever get it me 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 Stop. Yes, you can. And it might need to be a staycation mm-hmm. where you just get rid of the kids, send them to grandma's house, or if you don't have that, yeah, there's always a silent room that you can build. <laughs> Put some food and water in there. Like, they'll be fine. It'll be just two days. But you need it. Look, it, it astonishes me. How few couples take trips during a year together. They yeah. just they just don't ever do it. Now my wife and I have been blessed because a lot of times we'll do an event in an amazing area and we just stay longer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even if we didn't do what we do for a living, I'd make this a priority. Yeah, and you can you can do them on the cheap. You can. Well. well, we talked about with. You and your family growing up um, camping. They camping. Yeah. Mine did the same. Shauna likes to camp, so done that. And Amy is not a camper. Yeah, I see that. I know. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> I once went camping with the kids, mm-hmm. and she stayed at a resort <laughs> about 15, 20 minutes away from the campground. I went with Kim and Casey. Yeah. <laughs> so, her and Kim stayed in the resort, and Casey and I had the kids. And it well, was course, in March in Texas. Of course, on, that ended in in shivering. total disaster. Yeah, because it was like March on the beach. <laughs> Casey and I were so excited. It dropped to thirty <laughs> overnight. The kids had hypothermia. <laughs> One of like, the kids woke me up, and his lips were blue, and he couldn't talk. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, what? Uh oh. Hey, bud. I think we need to get up and maybe pack it in for the night." I'm no doctor, but yeah, yeah. So these weekends can be done. You can figure it out. And um, this is also where I think community plays a huge part, uh, especially, I mean, okay, like Shauna and I, we don't necessarily have the funds to just, you know, head off somewhere all the time. And especially uh, 
I see. By the time this airs, we will probably we'll have, have a it. baby. Yes, our daughter will be here. Probably. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, way over. <laughs> no, she'll be two days over. This is November. Oh yeah, wrong month. I got to look the month. Yeah, she'll be way over. Yes, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> You're not sleeping. Yeah. No, no. I sound way less chipper in person right now. <laughs> um, but like, say you know, the babysitter conundrum, like there's people within our community that we could be like, hey, we honestly don't have the funds, but we need this retreat for Shauna and I. Will you help? And like, yes, I would not, not want to abuse that, but they would say yes. So if you, you need community, even for things like that. And this could be one of the things that you kind of establish with a small group. Going, mm-hmm. hey guys, what do you think about this? I think we should all at least be able to have one weekend. So how can yeah. we make this happen? How can we serve each other and take each other's kids? You know, now like fortunately, my wife and I, my mother lives with us, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, so it's easy. Yeah, you know, it's not a hard thing for us. But that's that's where community comes in, man. And think about if if you don't have kids. Uh, what a blessing you could be yeah. to other people and just friends and community. Be like, hey, let us figure out a weekend. You tell us when we'll take your kids. Yeah, I mean that's huge. Oh my gosh, it's big. And while you're there, you're just you're checking in. How are we doing? You know, what would you give our marriage scale from one to ten? You know, in depth questions where hmm, you guys talk with each other. Yeah. You should, like, I, I should. Sort of Mar- like this. we call it married on purpose. Yeah, that might work out really well. And like you just start it right when you get I to need where you're to going. Finish that stupid thing. <laughs> now you've shamed me. Yep. Well, that's it. Are we going to do a wrap up show? I I think we should. Okay. No, I thought you would want that. I thought you're you, done. With you've this. done a great great job here. We just need to wrap up with our heroes' actions. Oh, oh, that's right. For what to do. Well, it's kind of like our last hero's actions, and I forgot to really think about this in depth. <laughs> so this is what I typed out. But I think it makes sense. Do you like them? Should we share them? I mean, yeah. It's it's everything that we've kind of talked about. I mean, it, hero, you're going to keep praying no matter what. It's it's going to be a daily thing through the ups and the downs. Um, and that's, that's one of the things we talk about. It can be easily, uh, strayed away from, um, especially Michael and I, our personality type that like, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea of, of keep learning, become the PhD in your wife, um, realize that you don't know it all. I don't know it all. So I need to, um, you know, keep asking Michael for advice and, <laughs> and how to move, move on. What's actually great, personally, uh, just being able to do this show for the last couple of years, just learning a ton about uh, really how I process things, how Sean processes things. And since Shauna is amazing and listens to the show. I know you guys are perfect. So then, then we talk about it and she calls me out on my stuff. Now, she's a lot closer to perfection than I am for sure. Uh, and then, you know, be proactive in the actual um, weekends. and Like follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Do them. Carve out time. Because, yeah. look, like you said, everyone can make the time. It's just where your priority is. It is. I mean, yeah. It's stop. Stop saying, oh, we're just too busy. Well, then don't let your kids be in three different things at the same stinking time. Yeah. It's like make better choices, mm-hmm. which I can say that as a total hypocrite when it comes to certain areas <laughs> of my own life. Yeah. I get it. 
But on when it comes to your relationships, nothing is more important. Right. Period. End of story. Well, if you're already listening to this, hopefully you, you stroll on over to the podcast page because you can download that we have direct links to every major smartphone, smart device to download our Reignite Your Marriage app, which comes with amazing, very cool free tools to help you build a better relationship. And also you can consider becoming, you know, joining our online community where we have courses and hundreds of hours of video and all of it designed specifically to help you thrive in your most important relationships. And if you enjoy this show, go ahead and subscribe for us. Yeah. And uh, you can get this sent to you on the weekly. Yeah. And then let us know, leave a review on iTunes if, uh, if you're enjoying it or not. And it uh, helps us get our content out there more. Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll free at 888-565-6462. By far one of the coolest things I have ever done in 25 years of helping couples is launch this VIP Inner Circle membership. Check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP. Get 24-7 digital coaching from me, yours truly, Michael Smalley. Find a community. Find other people where you get to interact with me every single week. You get to ask your questions. We get to have conversations about the things that matter most to you. Again, check it out, smalleyinstitute.com slash VIP.